The curious case of King Saul seeking out a medium to try and get direction for his life at a critical moment may not seem very practical or relevant to you and me, but there's an underlying principle in it that's well worth our examination today. I'm Reed Ferguson, and you're listening to episode 29 of Through the Word in 2020. You can find us or subscribe to the podcast on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, or Spotify. Today we're considering Mark 9, 38 through 50, 2 Corinthians 2, 12 through 318, 1 Samuel 26 through 30. Israel's first king, Saul, is a complex character. Chosen by God, he was tall, handsome, and gifted. And he was also weak, impetuous, volatile, and as time goes on, increasingly paranoid. The truth is, he had some reason to be paranoid, especially when it came to David, but put himself in the position to feed his paranoia by his own repeated sin. My dad used to say that no one said, I'm sorry, more than Saul did, but he never really repented either. While I'm sorry rolled easily off his lips, changing his behavior seldom, if ever, followed. That's a powerful lesson in and of itself. If we will not own our own sin in such a way that we move beyond simple apologies to actually dealing with it in repentance, then in truth, I'm sorry means nothing. It's worthless. But the bigger lesson here is found when Saul, after rightly cleansing Israel of mediums, fortune-tellers, and other occult practitioners, finds himself seeking out a medium for supernatural guidance. The problem was Saul's fellowship with God had been broken by his repeated unrepentance. The answer to his dilemma wasn't information. It was restoration. When our fellowship with God is broken due to sin, even his word grows silent. Disobedience to what we know is God's will is the single greatest barrier to getting to know anything of God's will. It's like the volume control on your radio. If you turn down the sound on one channel, you turn it down on every channel at the same time. When we refuse to listen to God in one area, we, in effect, turn down the volume on hearing Him in every area. We're not permitted selective obedience. It is an all-or-nothing proposition. Christian obedience is not a buffet where we can pick and choose only what pleases us. For our obedience isn't a matter of individual acts, but of loyalty to the King. It isn't his law we obey. It is him. Saul's fellowship with God had been broken because of his unrepentant lifestyle. So what did he do? Rather than be reconciled to God in repentance, he sought out a medium and plunged into even more sin. Years ago, someone told me they were not going to take communion at our next service because they were angry with another brother in the church and their heart wasn't right before God. 
They thought they were being quite righteous. The truth was, that choice betrayed, they would rather disobey the command to take the Lord's Supper than repent of their unforgiveness and be reconciled to their brother in Christ. They were choosing their anger over their God, like Saul choosing a medium over being reconciled to God. Saul felt justified because he needed guidance regarding his next battle. And we might feel justified in pursuing some sin for our own reasons, but in the end, it can only bring disaster. What a comfort to know then that we have a God who consistently calls us to himself to confess our sins and remain in right fellowship with him. As 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let that sink into your soul today. God bless and God willing, We'll be back Monday.